It's time for Health, Happiness, and Healing with Hippocrates on Legends 100.3. Brought to you by the Hippocrates Health Institute in West Palm Beach. Call for your tour today, 561-471-8876, or visit HippocratesHealthInstitute.org. Now here are the hosts of Health, Happiness, and Healing with Hippocrates, Anna Maria and Brian Clement. This is Health, Happiness, and Healing with Brian and Anna Maria Clement at Hippocrates. Here on the coolest station on the planet Earth, Legends 100.3. Every Sunday morning, we like to wake up with you and bring you some new, interesting, cutting-edge information on well-being, things that you don't hear in your physician's office and certainly isn't being promoted by Big Pharma. The institute that Anna Marie and I have had the privilege to direct for nearly 40 years is now in our 63rd year, and many of you listening have heard us in the past have guests on who have healed themselves of catastrophic disease. Today we have what I consider the most important part and aspect of well-being. We're going to talk about stress. When professionals get together, when none of you are around, none of the patients are around, we're behind closed doors, we all agree that the number one killer in the world is stress. Because stress doesn't only give you heart attacks and strokes, it gives you cancer, it gives you diabetes, it makes you overeat like I used to overeat or overdrink or overdrug or whatever else you do. And today we have one of the world's leading experts on stress, Dr. Riley, with us. So welcome to the studio, Dr. Riley. Tell the audience a little bit about you, your history, and how you got your doctorate in psychology. Well, I actually uh, began as a radio DJ in Columbia, South Carolina, and I went into journalism, and journalism is really the study of the human condition anyway. And it just kind of morphed from that once I started uh, meditation practice. Uh, I kind of date myself by saying this was in the early 70s, but that led me into another trajectory and kind of a natural evolution. I uh, became interested more in what was happening uh, with, with people and how they related to stress. I remember my dad used to tell me all the time, he said, son, you just need to relax. And I said, well, if I knew how to relax, I would relax. <laughs> then I wouldn't be stressed not out. not taught that, are we? <laughs> so, so that uh, it kind of morphed me over into uh, my studies into education, behavioral studies, then a college professor, and then it, it went from there to um, mind-body medicine. And I did my training in contemplative psychotherapy, mind-body medicine, integrative health care with an emphasis on stress reduction. So I did my uh, training as my internship up at U of Mass Medical in, uh, in Massachusetts. Yeah, but you know, you're talking a long time ago, nearly half a century ago. So how do you ever convince them to teach you something and actually to uh, give you a graduate degree in something that was pretty much non-touched and unheard of at that point? Well, you're absolutely right. And I was in the clinical psychology department at the University of Florida where I did my ma master's work and my post-master's work. And I had an assistantship and because of a background that I had in media and marketing, I was kind of a commodity that they wanted to have to put out a newsletter. Mm. 
and I sat for a couple of hours with a department head at the University of Florida and explained to him exactly the trajectory that I wanted to take myself into this new arena, as you were putting it. And he sat back in his chair and he finally said, Mr. Riley, personally, I think you want a degree in guruology. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I couldn't agree more. Uh, <laughs> so we, we, we kind of designed a program. It was a specially designed program that we uh, kind of put an umbrella over it. We called it behavioral studies. And it was new and it was cutting edge. But where I really found my interest was uh, in this whole thing that we now recognize that we call uh, st stress reduction because I saw that that was part of the universal human condition. It's been recognized over the last 10 or more years by the World Health Organization as a leading cause of illness and disease. They call it an uh, epidemic uh, globally. It's a global epidemic. Yeah. So it has not decreased it's done just the opposite. It's gone in the opposite direction. Mm. So, Edwin, it's a perfect combination to have all the things that we do at Hippocrates with the stress relief that you teach. And a lot of people are looking for this. And, you know, I think just reminding people is a, is a big deal. Reminding them that there is much more stress today than there ever was because I think a lot of people just take it for granted that's what life's going to be. And most of the people that come into the program I've noticed they're talking about two words come up to the forefront yeah. uh, anxiety and depression. Mm -hmm. Both yes. of those have a quality of rising. Right. So we think of that as bringing that down. How do you bring that quality of rising to reduce the stress and the anxiety in, in yes. people? Mm -hmm. That becomes um, actually, and literally, I'm not talking metaphorically, we're talking about being able to get grounded and rooted in our bodies and in our mind. That's where mind-body medicine became part of my, uh, my studies and an mm -hmm. integral part of it. The stress itself, we are bombarded, as you were, yeah. had mentioned earlier, mm -hmm. by stressors that we've never had before on this planet. Mm -hmm. so. so it's not the stresses themselves, but it's how we react and relate to the stresses that return the, uh, determine the outcome. Yeah. A, a colleague of mine who uh, was a psychology professor at Harvard uh, many years ago told me that today compared to a woman or man, a century ago, we have 15,000 times more stress. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I challenged him on it, but within two minutes he made me realize he was correct, if not low. Uh, remember, this was before radio and cell phones and television and fast cars and airplanes, and, and pretty much people were colloquial. They were in their own homes and knew their neighbors and pretty much didn't know much else that was going on. So think about all of you listening today that mm -hmm. feel depressed or anxious, and it's a growing population and your family members that you live with and children and, and uh, acquaintances, how many of you are stressed like that? And this is all 100% correctable. So explain uh, what you've seen over the 50 years that you've done this work. Well, one of the things I think is really important to bring to everyone's attention who's listening to this today is this is not uh, something that you cannot take care of yourself the word responsibility comes to mind. Now, I used to really uh, despise that word. It has a connotation that you're doing something that you really 
don't want to do. <laughs> and I was going to name my sailboat responsibility so it would be on the stern of the boat and I would always be sailing away from it. <laughs> and then I found myself in my doctoral uh, dissertation up at U of Mass Medical and I walked into a classroom one day and the word responsibility was on the board and I almost turned around and walked out. Mm. I did stay and this uh, uh, wonderful professor named Ferris Urbanowski, she explained that the root word was responde, which means to respond to. Mm. And when I realized that the word responsibility was our own personal way of responding to a situation, mm. it had a whole different connotation and I have embraced it ever since then. So that's what happens uh, with the stressors as we're being conflicted in our lives by these stressors that are omnipresent. They're around us all the time. There's no way of getting away from them. Right. So it's how we react to them, mm -hmm. again, that determines the outcome. I know I'm repeating myself, but uh, I, I think that it's germane that people really grasp this concept of it. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like looking at the glass half full of the glass half empty. Right. Mm -hmm. So uh, a lot of people look at it half empty. They don't see the other side of it. I'll give you a perfect example. I had company this past weekend. As you know, we've had torrential rains for weeks now. And I'm sitting with a, a couple of friends of mine and we are uh, in my living room and one of them said, uh, my feet are getting wet. And I looked down and I said, and so are mine. Oh. And what was happening, the water was literally rising up through the tile in oh the boy. living room no of the condo. No and I jumped up and ran into the kitchen and it was all around us. I ran upstairs, it was pouring down rain, I grabbed a neighbor, it turned out that we had a wet back. They, all my neighbors showed up, they grabbed towels and mm. everything else and we mopped up the floors and used the wet back. Mm. And lo and behold, the uh, rain stopped about midnight and then the water subsided and my first thought was, wow, how fortunate I am. I am so lucky to have all these neighbors and for everybody to kind of had a somewhat of a grasp that this is what was happening, that we had the mm -hmm. water was just saturated, the earth, and it was coming up, bubbling up. Mm -hmm. So that's looking at the glasses being half full. Yeah. But, you know, the majority of people out there wouldn't feel that. As a matter of fact, when you were telling the story, I could almost hear mm -hmm. their anxiety coming through the wires here in the studio. Mm -hmm. And they would be saying, the house is going to get mold in it. This is a horrible thing. I have to move out of the house. Now, how many, many thousands of dollars is this going to cost? And as Anna and I have seen in our work, that results in heart attacks, strokes, cancers, diabetes, mm -hmm. et cetera. So when we come back from this break, we're going to talk about how incredibly essential it is for to get your heads together out there. And that's why at the Institute, every single guest who comes through the program gets psychotherapy. It's the number one and most important thing to tame the brain. We'll be right back in a minute here on Legends 100.3. I can make the rain go 
Anytime I move my finger Lucky me, can't you see I'm in love Life is a beautiful thing As long as I hold the string I'd be a silly so-and-so If I should ever let it go I got the world on a string Sitting on a rainbow Got the string around my finger What a world, what a life I'm in love Life is a beautiful thing As long as I hold the string I'd be a silly so-and-so If I should ever let it go I got the world on a string Sitting on a rainbow Got the string around my finger What a world Man, this is a lie Hey now, I'm so in It's time to transform your life. Get healthy, live longer, and feel your ultimate best. Come to Hippocrates Health Institute, set on 55 lush tropical acres in West Palm Beach. Join the Life Transformation Program or the Hippocrates Weight Loss Academy today. Live life better. Call 561-471-8876, 561-471-8876, or visit HippocratesHealthInstitute.org. Now back to Health, Happiness, and Healing with Hippocrates on Legends 100.3. Call for your tour today, 561-471-8876, or visit HippocratesHealthInstitute.org. Now here are the hosts of Health, Happiness, and Healing with Hippocrates, Anna Maria and Brian Clement. We're back with Health, Healing, and Happiness with Brian and Anna Maria Clement. We're in the studio today with our colleague and friend who's worked for nearly half a century with psychotherapy on the cutting edge of it. As a matter of fact, he was a pioneer in the area of mind-body medicine and studied with some of the great teachers, uh, some I recognize from writings and conferences they did uh, when he was just a young lad up at the University of Massachusetts. And uh, we were talking about you know, how we react to circumstances. Uh, Dr. Riley basically said it loud and clear, we can't avoid these stressors. It's how we process the stress. So tell us a little bit of how psychology, negative psychology, creates cancer as an example. Well, if we're living our lives in, in a way that we only see the negative. Okay, I use this as an example example of the way that I reacted to the water intrusion coming into the apartment. Now, I, I slept great that night, and that were, you're right, there were other people who were saying, wow, that might be a mold issue, or there might be this issue. I never, it never crossed my mind. I slept great, well, I wore a life jacket. <laughs> so, at least he has a sense of humor. <laughs> yes. But, you know, a lot of it, uh, Brian and Anna Maria, have mm. to, it really has to do with our diet. Mm. 
And I'm not just talking about the food diet that you guys are the experts in, but I'm talking about the diet that we take in moment to moment, day by day. Uh, the emotional diet. The emotional diet, the uh, watching the too much media and mm. just being obsessed by, uh, by that, uh, by the friends that we have, uh, relationships, rem- staying in, the, in toxic relationships, being mm. in toxic environments. All of that's part of our diet. Yeah. So these are the things that over time, uh, and if we're living in a situation where we're in a state of hyperarousal like the anxiety or the depression, which are oddly enough, but they're flip sides of the same coin. So yes, you yes. can think of a coin that's anxiety on one side, and somebody might be experiencing a heightened state of or a hyperarousal. They're in the sympathetic nervous system rather than the parasympathetic. Uh, cortisol levels are, are raised. The adrenals are uh, impacted. Uh, the immune function is overworked. And the next thing, they're having a pain or having an illness, and they're in an acute situation that then becomes a chronic situation that then becomes disease. And that's the pattern. Mm-hmm. That's the, the pattern from mm-hmm. A to B. It takes, you, it takes you right there. And, and you kind of forget to breathe. You're, you're, you're not breathing right either. And so that Qigong, Tai Chi, meditation, yoga is such a good help for this too. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And you can, you can break that cycle just right now. I'm going to just a very, very simple exercise that, uh, to do to just break it. Because most of the people, and when my private practice, I would have someone come in, they would make an appointment, they would come in. I say, okay, what you come in here for? They'd give me a different reason than why they made the appointment. <laughs> and then they would come in, and I said, well, let me ask you something. I said, do you feel like you're the gerbil on the treadmill and you can't get off and you want to get off? And they say, exactly. Yeah. And I said, okay, I'm going to show you how to get off of that treadmill. Yeah. So what I would do is uh, something called a two-minute breath, and I would just have them inhale, hold mm-hmm. the breath mm-hmm. for a few seconds, exhale, and do that three times. And what you're essentially doing is like a computer. You're rebooting the body. Yeah. And it takes you out of that stress mode. Mm. Well, I'll tell you, you know, uh, it was outstanding a number of years ago. You know, we all had these ideas that the mind controlled things in the body. Uh, But it was until we found, and I I forget the doctor's name, the researcher, that every organ in the body has the neurological system going into it. And it was the stressors, the cortisol activity that actually poured chemistry into organ systems and activated uh, mutation of stem cells. And that's where the cancer came from, as well as other other problems like that. So how do people get a hold of you? Here in South Florida, I mean, people are listening to us all over the world, and some of them come down here and, and winter with us. But how do people get a hold of you so they can see you privately to cool out and calm down? Well, I do have a website, which is www.stressreduction.com. Say that, say that low and loud and clear again. <laughs> okay. And it's really easy to remember because we're talking about stress reduction and how to reduce stress. But it's www.stressreduction.com. Or they can reach me through Hippocrates. And boy, you were lucky to get that website. Well, it happened a long time ago. And actually, a lot of people were saying, you don't want to name that long. And I said, yes, I do, because it says what I want to say. Yeah. And now it's... Well, you have a lot to say. How many, how many thousands of people do you think you've worked with, Dr. Riley? 
uh, can't keep count because there's a uh, there's an extended family of where you're working with someone and then those messages are passed down yeah. and then you've reached uh, a, a lot of people through uh, anecdotal. Well, that's it. We're mm. going to be back just in a minute. Hang on. Hold your hat. This beautiful, beautiful day out there. We're going to be back and tell you how to reduce stress and potential for premature aging and disease. Just in time Before you came My time Was running low Yes, I was lost Losing dice Were tossed My bridges all Were crossed Nowhere to go Take it, my Now you're here And now I know just where or fear I found my way For love came just in time You found us just in time And changed our lonely life That lovely transform your life. Get healthy, live longer, and feel your ultimate best. Come to Hippocrates Health Institute, set on 55 lush tropical lakers in West Palm Beach. Join the Life Transformation Program or the Hippocrates Weight Loss Academy today. Live life better. Call 561-471-8876, 561-471-8876, or visit HippocratesHealthInstitute.org. Now back to Health, Happiness, and Healing with Hippocrates on Legends 100.3. Call for your tour today, 561-471-8876, or visit HippocratesHealthInstitute.org. Now here are the hosts of Health, Happiness, and Healing with Hippocrates, Anna Maria and Brian Clement. This is Health, Happiness, and Healing here on Legends Radio 100.3 with Brian and Anna Maria, directors of the Hippocrates Health Institute, here in West Palm Beach, Florida. Uh, today we have Dr. Riley in the studio with us. and We've had a, a quite an interesting conversation about disease and how he was 
really pioneering nearly 50 years ago the field of mind-body research, and he convinced some of the top professors at one of the top universities on the planet uh, to tailor a program for him uh, to teach people uh, with a PhD-level education how to contemplate, how to be mindful. And that's a new term. You hear mindfulness out there today uh, so that they can take away all the noise, take away the sounds, and focus in, on their own hearts and their own values. And when that happens, it affects the body, the immune system, and all of the wonderful health organs in the body to function the way they should. So I want you to tell us a couple of stories about what you've seen with people when they were able to pull their act together. Well, what you see, what you see is, is that people's lives will all of a sudden change and they'll, they can change instantaneously. It doesn't have to be an act of Congress uh, uh, for them to like uh, go from someone who is um, in a state of ill health, uh, I guess we, we would call it. Yeah. Once they uh, just grasp some simple concepts, and you mentioned mindfulness, and that's huge, because what does mindfulness mean? It's part of the vernacular now, and we hear that ba word banded around like we did meditation. Right. People were afraid of meditation for like a long, long time. Now, all of a sudden, it's become acceptable. The word mindfulness simply means to be aware and to pay attention. And that's in a day-to-day -day activity. And this is what shifts someone out of that place that you are talking about. Just for an example, when I get ready to um, have an evening meal, for, uh, I'm going to go to the grocery store, and I walk right back to the fresh produce and all, because that's the only part I go to in the grocery store. Mm -hmm. So I go back to the back, and I want to see what is beckoning me, what's uh, calling to me. Because I know that the body in its innate intelligence and in its wisdom is a lot smarter than me trying to tell my mind what to do. So I walk in there and as I'm kind of trolling through the area, something will beckon to me or grab out to me. Yeah. I know that that is the mind's way of telling the body that this is something that you need. It's your own pharmacology that once you eat that, you're releasing enzymes that go to the place in the body that needs to be healed. Yes. So it's just something that simple to be mindful when you go through these simple acts of life. Well, you're speaking about instinct and hmm. all other animals seem to possess it and utilize it except humans at this point. We resist it. Yeah. Well, yeah. resist persists. So we, we back away from uh, that. We can become eavesdroppers on the conversation, the dialogue that's taking place between the mind and the body. And it gives us the information that we need to know. That's a good way to think about it. You just mm -hmm. sit back and listen to what's going on, watch it, mm -hmm. and make good decisions based upon your heart, not mm -hmm. your head. You got yeah. it. And, and Edwin, you know, the, all of us are about giving people hope because we have experience. And I think people look at you that the way that we would look at you, like if we came stressed to you and you would give us hope that we're going to get rid of this anxiety and you're going to teach us how to get rid of it. Well, life is, is just such a, uh, a wonderful thing that we have 
for a very short period of time. Yes. (laughs) And people say, well, you know, I'm in this constant state of stress. How do I break out of the the stress? Well, Mm. I can think of several examples right now Mm. where you might be in a heightened state because of a situation it might be. But once you start laughing, and I'm talking about really laughing, not a, a contrived laughter, but when you're laughing, there is no way that you're going to be holding on to anxiety. You're going to be stressed. The same thing with dancing, right. like the whirling dervishes. <laughs> and you're out there and you're dancing around and around and around. There's no way in the world that you're going to be experiencing anxiety and stress during that moment of time. And it gives you a, con- a, a connection. So you mm. can say, okay, well, here I am, and I just realized that I'm not experiencing this thing that we call stress. I'm not experiencing anxiety. I'm not experiencing unhappiness. Yeah. Mm. And just by letting go. Yeah. Just by letting go. Well, today we've had a wonderful conversation with Dr. Edwin Riley, who's for a long, long time helped thousands of people find themselves, uh, speak to their heart and most important, liberate themselves from the grips of disease, which starts in the mind. So we're looking forward to speaking to you once again next week and handing out a roadmap to a better life to each and every one of you. Here in the studio from Legends Radio 100.3, we send you love, be cool, lay back, and relax. Thanks for listening to Health, Happiness, and Healing with Hippocrates on Legends 100.3. Call for your tour today, 561-471-8876, or visit HippocratesHealthInstitute.org.